Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. This is episode 101, New Mystery. Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous, episode 101 Dalmatians. I mean, uh, I've been sitting on that, like, since God. two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, welcome back. Uh, as always, uh, the Rookery, Occultus Anonymous, is uh, sponsored by... The Onyx Path, Roll20, and viewers like you, um, thank you very much to our supporters who uh, do cool stuff like basically pay for us having this cool art, uh, getting us a bell, getting us mics, uh, all sorts of stuff like that. Thank you very, very much. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, sorry, I'm still floored if you guys missed it from last episode. Twitch guys are like, oh, I just heard about this, but we were literally talking about it during the break. Holy crap, the art from Brenna, the comic. It's awesome. Go check it out. It's on Patreon for YouTube guys, Twitch guys. Um, it's not there yet, uh, but we're going to have it uploaded so you guys can gawk over it as well. Um, but yes, thank you very much to all our supporters. Uh, <laughs> sorry, from starting it off with you uh, got more of that mana? Bernie. Uh, thanks, Bernie. Noctal has started a trend. We might have to have a talk about this. Uh, Firekeeper, Usuf Saba, Thomas, Terry, Sina, Sebastian, Schmitty, Ryan, Roivisgrad, Puppeteer, Perry, Not Michael, Noba, Moku, Michael, Melissa, Lance, Catfeathers, Julian, Josh, John, Jenny, James, It's Michael, Giovanni, Emil, Doc, Danny, Dancing in the Tomato. That's knocked all. Brandon, Badur, Algos, Alexander, Alan, Michael, and Al. Uh, thank you guys very much for your support. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. If you are not supporting us on Patreon, that's fine. We don't hold it against you. People have got money problems enough. This weird pandemic thing. Don't stress. Subscribe. Follow. We appreciate it. Share with your friends. Tell them to come watch these dumb nerds play a mage game about magic nerds. Except for Songbird, who's not a nerd. Yes, yes, yes. Muscle Wizard cast fist. Uh, right. So when uh, we last left our Cabal, uh, they'd realized, okay, we're playing catch up to this armory that is moving and we are one step behind. So Weird says, I got two ideas. We're going to make us, well, actually, Tritus had the idea. We're going to do a different spell. We're going to plan for where it's going to be now that we know it's moving. And Weird said, why don't we go into the astral to see if we can find the concept of this Tetrarch's armory and see what information we can gather from it in order to help our search in the physical world, material world, the fallen world, whatever term you want to use. Uh, hi, Leila. Hi, Matt. Uh, cameos. Cameos and cameos. Um, so yes, we pick up with Song uh, Songbird. Weird having finished that spell and uh, you guys making some plans of how you want to proceed. Of course, Songbird is over here, not to you know mention from last week, have to figure out how to make a dominion, you know, a place where prime magic itself sits heavily on the material world. No big deal. So what are we up to, gang? What are you going to do after lunch? <laughs> Um, I did want to, this is maybe something I did over the course of the six months, but sure. I'll do it now. Mm -hmm. Um, I am going to make a set of rings for everyone. Oh, okay. 
What do these rings do? Well, they're made of thomium. Ooh, that's right. You have thomium does. Oh, uh, thomium <laughs> lets you. Um, it has a pool of mana, and if you are subject to a spell that you do not want to be on you, uh, it rolls my clash of wills. Uh, off of prime, if I remember correctly. Matter, because it's the matter spell to oh, create right. thomium. Um. So yeah, this is. I guess advanced scale plus some stuff. Uh, this is matter four. Uh, it's a potency spell. Yes. Now, are you duration uh, spell? So, so basically, you've collected up the Aperon, Brontium, and Hermium. Oh, sorry, that's Sophus. Uh, the Uricalcum, Lunagen, and Hermium over the six months. Okay, cool. Either collected or been working with Atratus to right. make, mm-hmm. like, stocks of things mm-hmm. that I have, like, a creative mm-hmm. sort of set of materials now. Yep. Um, Alright, so I'm gonna I'm in my domain, so Reach can go fuck itself. Correct. But I'm gonna swap it to uh, Potency Primary. Okay. Um, and then make it lasting. Oh, right, because you don't care about duration at that point. Yes, yep. smart. I dig that move. Yep. Okay. Um, then I'm going to... Yeah, that would just be through reach. Yeah. That's brilliant. I wonder if they realize that. Um, advanced scale. How many of us are there now? Uh, total in the Cabal, you have yeah. yourself, Atratus, and Weird. Five mages plus two sleepwalkers. Correct. Okay, so a minus two would get up to at least ten things. Mm-hmm. Or I, do I need to go by a total size of material? Uh, no, because you're making ten discrete items. You're not making one okay. large yeah. item. Yeah. Yep. I, the way I did, like, a bunch of little things, but it was one big thing. Mm-hmm. So I was then breaking or whatever. Because uh, I know I've cast spells with advanced scale on like a square foot's worth of items. Mm-hmm. But that was all like they're all getting the same thing. In this case, he's making ten, ten, ten distinct thomium rings. Which I mean, I imagine um, you might as well make ten. Yeah. And just sure, right? Have a stock. Yep. Extras. Um, yeah, sounds good. Um, and I am doing this, um, one of the, the other things that we didn't touch on, but improving my station more long oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, I figure that I would have, I don't, I haven't learned these ropes, but I have them inscribed, like copied over onto the materials of my, uh, forge. Yeah. Over the six months. Yeah. Have Colossus come by. I'm okay I mean, with that. I mean, I can blood. copy whatever wrote, whatever grimoires, yeah. even if I don't have the Arcana. Right. Like, that's just prime one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's just use my status and borrow a thing. Yep. Um, uh, no, I just thought it was cooler having Colossus come I mean, over. yeah, that works too. But it's written in my uh, blood. That perfected <laughs> chisel of blood. Yep. yep. Um, which gives me the rote quality. Because mm-hmm. you're casting it out of the grimoire. Mm-hmm. Would double your ritual duration, blah blah blah. But this has already happened in the past six months. I'm, yeah. I'm cool with that. Yep. 
Really? Uh, so six roll, roll. with root. So six with root. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Three successes. Three successes. Which? So now everybody's got this. Maybe this is me finishing off like right now, but sure. Um, that. And so potency four, and it already had four, so potency eight. So it has. Mm-hmm. It's got a durability of three. Okay. And mana pool of five. Cool. So yeah, everybody and then scribbled that down. Uh, so effectively, um, you have a clash of wills of eight dice, protecting you against supernal magic that you don't want on you. Mm-hmm. So it has can, a. Go ahead. What's it? It's what material again? It's called a thomium thomium ring. Again, so it will have a clash of wills of eight against any spell that you don't want to touch you, and that spends a mana. How many mana does it have? Five. Five. And it can be recharged. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now, Songbird is your only, you know, recharge person around. But with channel mana, Songbird can move your own mana into the thing. Okay. Um, and I figure that I'm probably crafting like a simple version of our rookery symbol into like the signet like i'm picturing this very much as like a signet ring i dig that um second quick question mm-hmm. are you including any other arcana uh um, i don't know which ones would i don't know that's true what other you don't have spirit magic death. falls under yeah yeah that's true. I don't know what other supernal or uh, what what non-supernal magic would fall under forces, life, or I mean, prime is supernal magic, so like right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're 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 good anti-mage, but yeah, yep. I don't think they they come with anything else. They won't apply to like vampires doing magic at us, right? Yeah, vampires. That would depend on what kind of. Vampire was doing stuff. If you had mind, you know, kind of stuff. Right. But, mm-hmm. yep. But yeah, nonetheless, it's still a clash of wills against any supernal magic. So, mm-hmm. oh, and it actually cool. does call out gnosis plus matter. Okay, that was the thing I was worried. Mm-hmm. I was like, how does matter clash against anything? Well, it's what the gnosis spell does. Plus matter at the time of cast. Yep. Cool. So it doesn't go up if I do. Right. But. Mm-hmm. So yeah, super handy. Uh, which, by the way, enemy mage is definitely going to be having stuff like this because they're not all oh, yeah. going to be so simple as Thanatos <laughs> and um, Mashta. I mean, they were just kind of chilling at their house. They weren't really... But having a ring, and that's all you got to do is you got to wear the ring. Yeah. yeah. This is why Songbird just punches people a lot of times. Yep. And try to cast gun, and it's worked. Yep. Cool. Um... Yeah, and I think Songbird, after that, after kind of, not even like a ceremony, but just being like, hey, wear these, please. <laughs> um, it's like, all right, y'all let me know when we got to, when we're doing whatever we're doing, I guess. Right. Like, I think I think Songbird's very, like, just at this point, just fucking frustrated by not having already been done with this. Right, it's, it's six months. We did so much in a month and a half. <laughs> Yeah, and now it's been that, that he's basically just like, all right, you know what? Y'all take care of this. Just let me know when it's time to punch somebody. Punch something. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, and I'm gonna go and head off to talk to Hadramiel. Okay. Cool. Um, plans then for Weird or Atratus? Uh, I wanted to check out the city. Like, I want to just take a walk and look for unusual ghost activity. Cool. Go head up some graveyards and see if everything looks okay here. Okay. Uh, what about weird? I'm just kind of like a, a mother hen sitting on a clutch of eggs. So, so, so weird, generally speaking, at, at this point, has kind of become super reclusive and basically just chills in the rookery, like, headquarters command center mm-hmm. thing. Okay. Uh, Weird's the name now. Cool. Yeah. Well, and you combine that with the fact that, you know, she can call up scry windows on anybody. Look at anything she wants right. to see out there. And I can also literally be anywhere at the same time while I'm in the rookery, right? So. Right. Yeah. Space magic. It's not just for Mastikos. Um... Eat that on a shirt. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so cool. Uh, let us start with Atreides because I know what's going on there. Uh, what are you going to go talk to Hadromiel about, by the way, so I can start <laughs> back for planning. Dominions. Dominions, okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, so uh, Atreides, uh, you head out uh, and uh, Rose tags along. Uh, and she I am has... going to have Gabe with me for this, too. Like, he's not, like, here, here, but he's here. Not like physically manifested. But. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Gabe, Gabe, at this point is super chill, like in in these silent walks with you, uh, mm. especially because the little bit of familiar level of communication that uh, you guys can do, you know. Um, and so yeah, uh, you guys kind of bebop along. Um, Rose has expressed an interest in um, her. Her interest is definitely, uh, and she and Network have kind of gabbed about it a little bit but she's very interested in ephemeral beings at just across the board so she's definitely getting spirit but it definitely and she's a super newbie so she's got two spirit one life right uh but she's definitely interested in learning about ghosts and goetia and she's heard stealing my character concept uh and she's heard a little bit about um you know angels but not like the prime angels. And so she's trying to figure out what that is all about. Um, <laughs> a lot of head shaking, no. head shaking from songbird. Yep. Um, God machine. Just in case you're she's wondering, like, no, she doesn't want to know about this. Right. Just in case anybody's wondering, the God machine was made by the Exarchs. Like if anybody tells you otherwise, that's how they play it at their table. This is how we play it at our table. God machine was made by the Exarchs. Moving right along. Um, <laughs> Just yes. <laughs> I looked down in chat. Oh no, that's not good. Correct. Uh, these are things to be concerned about. Uh, but may just poke their nose into scary things all the time. Uh, but yeah, so she's um, walking along, and um, she asks um, uh, Tratus, um and she definitely she is trying to get, uh, especially new as she is, she is trying to get a grasp. Because how old is it, Tratus? Twenty three. Right. So this girl who's 50 years younger than her is vastly her superior in knowledge. And Rose is she's a, she's a she's a swell lady, 
but that concept is still messing with her head. Um, but she's asked lots of questions because she's a new mage. And so just drinking in new knowledge. And she says, um, can you share um, when, when, when we get there to see them? Yeah. Is that okay? Cool. Uh, yeah. I'm not worried about you rolling it unless you want to. Uh, but yeah, you guys, uh, which do you just head to like a local graveyard cemetery there in Manhattan? Or are you headed over to New Jersey? Um, I want to go check out, uh, well, actually I was thinking just like take a walk and see if I can notice anything unusual in this area. But now that you mentioned it, yeah, Rebecca mentioned their gates aren't getting anyone coming through. So okay. I want to go check out theirs. Cool. Uh, so you make your way over to the historic Jersey City and Hersimus, Hersimus? Yeah, Cemetery, the the one that they have been, you know, renovating and stuff like that with, you know, their goats. Where the parties were. Yep. Uh, the parties still happening, though they are less frequent, mostly because the herd of ghosts that the Phantasm Society supported and took care of they basically were given a choice. Come down to the underworld with us and be actually part of our crew and we're going to put in some work or we are going to find you new homes. Um, and basically kind of got... Because they didn't want to leave like these people unable to defend themselves from like reapers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They didn't want to leave them just there. Um, and uh, so, yeah, you make your way over to that graveyard. The only ghost there after testing. Uh, do you want to go ahead and roll it, or do you just... Uh, I'll roll it. Let's okay. see, it should be like... Oh, my stats are different now. It's kind of like 14 dice. Four, four. I figure at some point, like... Songbird, definitely, for, for low-level spells, probably just starts just not fucking around with mm-hmm. Like Yeah, when you're throwing eight dice at something. Yep, eight or nine. <clears throat> Um, but, uh, yeah, as, as you go ahead and cast this, um, when you get there, cool, three successes, yeah, no problem. Uh, and, like, her eyes kind of widen, she's like, oh, hi, Gabe, uh, who she's seen before, but probably hadn't quite realized that he was right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you guys make your way to the cemetery, and there is some phantasmal ectoplasmic kind of resonance of, oh, yeah. This is an active cemetery. Um, you know, there is some ghostly stuff uh, accumulating here. Uh, there is the glorious uh, uh, gate, uh, the Avernian Gate. I almost forgot what it was called. So uh, it was like a Civil War bunker looking thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, where it was like the actual sealed up, you know, Civil War era bunker. Uh is closed, but the same doorway opens into the underworld itself. And the only ghost that you see is the rank three Civil War soldier, kind of youngish guy uh, who's standing there and standing at attention with his rifle, just watching is kind of his eternal vigil as the gate guardian, uh, gate geist. I can't remember what the term is, Uh, but looks and sees you. And, like, it's a casual, like, sup to Gabe. Gabe gives him the sup back. Uh, but then looking at you and Rose kind of actually, you know, snaps a quick salute. Ma'am? Hi. Um, 
Rebecca's been saying that no one's coming through here anymore. Have you seen anyone? They don't bury anyone new here anymore, so we don't have ghosts uh, accumulating. uh, But I haven't seen any ghosts drawn in. Um, Time is funny, but the past while... Uh, yeah. Get, and points at Gabe and says, you know, Gabe's the only one I've seen, uh, but that's only a couple times. Gabe usually uses the one under the even dart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't seen anybody in a while, which now that you bring it up is kind of odd, but and, and having spoken to this guy, I mean, He's been here for a couple couple years, uh, yeah. and at this point, the sheer time compression is just like, was that a week or a month or a year? Not sure. I'm just kind of like he he zones out and stands guard, and the only time he freaks out is new ghosts, reapers showing up. You know, so these subjective events. And he's just like, mm-hmm. I can't remember how long it's been since somebody came through. But it's been some time. Uh, you haven't seen any. Reapers? No one coming out? Nobody's come out. Uh, I keep a keep a close eye on that. Uh, Gabe is... Uh, Gabe and, and members of the Phantasm Society are the only ones I've seen come through and they haven't come through in a while. Again, they usually use the Eben Dart. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I, I would say if you're looking for more the more recent dead, uh, one of the active cemeteries, and like he points unerringly, wow! <laughs> to I think there's two over in Jersey City, uh, specifically that are like actively in use. Um, uh, those those are more likely to have that kind of routine activity. Mm-hmm. This one is well, especially after Rebecca and the the rest of the crew kind of cleared it's this place out. This place is um, well silent as a tomb. And he looks so proud of himself. <laughs> like he's been working that working on that one, like the audible groan from so Gabe. He said no Back one to say it to. Right. And like Gabe, Gabe like the audible groan from Gabe and Rose is just like Rose is definitely taken aback because she's used to Gabe's complete irreverence. But Gabe is a at this point a very unusual ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy who's looks like, you know literally the history channel pulled into reality you know making puns and and proud of them yeah mm-hmm. okay well thank you i guess i'll go check out those to see if i can find out what's up okay um if there's anything i need to know of uh around these places um let me know or you know just send gabe you don't need to come yeah. down yourself ma'am we'll we'll tell you if we find anything that might affect you here appreciate it okay and rose i i I realize is probably driving um (laughs) and you guys head over to one of the more active real not real current modern whatever graveyards one that people are still being buried in right um and similar to the the historic graveyard the Phantasm Society hit this place to to do the recruitment, uh, but 
a lot of these are newer uh, ghosts and they're not tied in with the crew in the same way. So already game news like, oh, yeah, there's more ghosts here and stuff like that. Um, but when you arrive, it literally is empty. There is no gate, Vernian gate geist. Oh, the gate's gone. The gate is there. The geist, the the first person buried who comes up as the geist and guards the gate and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that there is well. That's not yeah. good. Yeah. Gabe kind of looks over, look, gives Rose a look as as a Tratus. The necrobancer goes, "That's not good." <laughs> they both kind of look at each other and go, "Uh uh-uh. uh." Um, and Gabe says, "Um, yeah, one sec," and using crazy ghost speed. Zooms about and does a quick zip back and forth, and you know comes back and goes. It's literally empty. Okay. Um. And the other thing I'll give, especially because you've cast Speak with the Dead and you know Death Sight or, or Death Mage Sight, like this place almost feels inactive, like. As as far as ectoplasmic ghostly energy EKG readings, whatever, uh, it it feels like like where the um, the puck building is. Like it feels like a re- could be a residential or industrial area. There's almost like no necromantic energy here. Like the gate is still there, and that's kind of got you know that kind of pulse of you know death essence, but. Like, this place feels devoid of death. It's been, like, scrubbed, kind of? Uh, That's a decent feel for it. Yeah, it's like somebody came through and cleaned it up. Because, uh-huh. let's be honest, death energy doesn't exactly, like, feel great. Okay. Um, depends on your point of view, I suppose. I'm no, sure I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure even <laughs> ghosts are not pretty... Like, oh yes, I'm dead. No. Mm. <laughs> Okay, um, I want to splash my face with that. I'm good. <laughs> uh, I guess turn on all my active mage sites and go around and just try to see if I can find any evidence of what might have done this. Okay, so uh, mind death and matter um, acted womp uh, and uh, uh, imagine you mentioned something and Rose is like, okay, <laughs> turns on her life and spirit uh, mm-hmm. and looking around and you know the world of Stygia right comes rushing at Atratus and you're used to especially now you know this world of you know shifting decay seeing the inevitable end of things the tombstones you know wearing down to the point of having no text on them and stuff like that and you're used to seeing shades and well, whatever. The Shades of Stygia. I can't remember the two firms. Wraiths and something else. Or actually, Wraiths, uh, maybe. Whatever. So they were Spectres. Yeah. And Spectres and Aperons. Aperons, yeah. Yeah. There are Aperons. Here and there. You know, kind of what you normally expect for things that are, like, clinging to, you know, matter. Especially, like, some of, like, the, some of the statuary or the really mm-hmm. nice mausoleum kind of spaces and stuff like that. Things, objects that are, you know, some, some value and some weight to them there are no specters huh um 
yeah, this is not right. <laughs> um, One might say you sense a disturbance in the force. She can't detect forces. <laughs> sure, fair point. But yeah, this um, is very, very odd. Yeah, there's no like evidence of me spells having been cast here. Uh, not that it involve death, matter, or mind. I'm trying to think of what could. And Rose mentions nothing for life or spirit either. Crime to purchase a vernal? It's possible. Yeah. Prime four and, uh, four and five. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's what I'm thinking, considering what I'm not seeing. Also, Prime uh, could do stuff with like moving the resonance around, mm-hmm. yeah. getting rid of the, the death resonance. Mm-hmm. Disconnecting the gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the gate hey, is, is the there. gate active. The gate is there, but m- like most of Verdian gates, they're naturally closed. So one would have to sure. open them. But that doesn't mean like a gate could still be there, but not actually like locked up. Is very true. Like a locked storm cellar sort of thing. Uh I guess I want to go around and see how widespread this seems to be. Okay. Uh, So you hit the other nearby cemetery that the Guardian had pointed out, and it is similarly empty. Okay. Um, Yeah, not great. Um, I just want to go back to... um, New York and see if ours here are like that also. Okay. Um, so like I'm trying to get a feel of how widespread. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you and Rose hop in the car uh, with Gabe and start driving. And I imagine you go back to the cemetery uh, where um, Catherine had been buried. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll catch up with you in a minute. Songbird, uh, you head over to meet up with Hadromiel. Um, mm-hmm. And Hadromiel, at this point, especially you were his provost. You know where Hadramia lives uh, mm-hmm. and have actually been given to his personal sanctum. Uh, cool. While he does the big work at the the church, that is a big thing mm-hmm. that he does with a couple other Abrimos and what used to be his cabal. Uh, they've kind of split up. They, they have other purposes, but they share a space. Uh, they don't call right. themselves a cabal anymore, especially now that Hadramia is on the council. They're like, yeah, right. you got other stuff. Doesn't leave too much time. Yeah. Say that one more time. I said doesn't leave too much time. Right. To do cabal things. Yep. Uh, and so you have a number of places to meet him. Do you have any particular place that you would prefer to meet him? Uh, sanctum. Okay. Uh, his sanctum. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, you head up um, into not Brooklyn. Queens. Thank you. Um, yes. And he has um, a house that is not his home. Uh, mm-hmm. that is his dedicated sanctum space. Um, it um, Very like King of Queens, brownstone, townhouse kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blends in with everything, uh, but it has 
you've seen from the inside the sheer right. number of supernal veiling words, words and stuff yeah yeah he's cool. he has hidden this place away um you let yourself in with a key um probably give him a text hey i'm coming over kind of thing <laughs> please don't blast me <laughs> as, I, I, as i walk in um don't have the sanctum blast me right um and he is um basically sitting before um or actually not sitting before but sitting in a ritual space um and you could feel him working mana uh around a uh basically a scepter um with just a quick look over it you can see some like papal pope catholic symbolism and but it's not like normal well let's be honest the catholics don't actually put papal symbols on scepters um so very quick oh hmm, paternoster stuff uh which as you've come to know hadromia outside of his concilium stuff is the other reason um that uh he doesn't do cabal stuff uh the cabal was not uh not on board with his whole paternoster hate and like him going out of his way to find their plots and stop them um he's got a thing for that right um so he's you know basically digging into what appears to be some kind of imbued item or artifact um Mm -hmm. and but and he doesn't look up uh just like there's there's a little like hand like you know hey i I acknowledge your presence as he kind of i think works on this i mean and things like this are probably like have happened before so like songbird very much just comes in and just waits. Right. Uh, yeah, and he's, like, for it being a sanctum place, there's a couch, there's a spare bedroom upstairs, you know, stuff like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, you basically, you know, like, get yourself a snack out of the fridge, you know. Oh, we lost a Craig. What does this do to OBS? Well, Chris is okay. Brexit. Drew is okay. Uh, Ash, however, we have half of you on, you're almost yeah, right down the center. In the middle. Yep. <laughs> So once, once, yep. Now you are Craig. I'll go the other way, and now you're Ash. Yeah. Uh, so uh, hopefully we will get uh, Craig back momentarily, folks. Be right with you. Uh, he appears to be offline, even on Discord. So, oh, good. Hi. Welcome back, Craig. You good? Oh uh, yeah, I've already rebooted. That's all. Oh no. Okay. Were you able to keep the other Audacity recording? Did it survive? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just figured I'd just make your life easier and start up a new one. Let's reconnect, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, wait, you stopped both. <laughs> right. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. Moving on, folks. Uh, nothing to see here. Uh, yeah, so you spend a couple minutes just kind of making a little snack or you know whatever um, before he basically kind of exhales and sets the thing aside and says, Back for you later, asshole. Uh, Songbird. Uh, and basically, for anybody who's wondering, why is he taking so long? It's because he's literally doing the long-term, like, week-by-week um, uh, investigation. Uh, focus mm-hmm. mainly. So, Songbird, what can I do for you? Ooh, I don't like that face. <laughs> that, that, that face is, like, project face. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like move some stuff on the on the couch, sit stuff and, you know, sits down, you know, to hash it out. 
I'm going to say a couple words. And then we're going to just sort <laughs> your of, head's gonna explode. you know, <laughs> say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Uh, Dominion. Mm-hmm. Um, Lilith. Uh-huh. Favor. <laughs> okay. Um now I'm I return from the edge of the ocean Ouroboros. Okay. Uh and I'm gonna just take a guess that you don't mean Dominion by you went to Lilith's Dominion. No. Okay. I need to make one for her. Songbird. <laughs> you bring me the best headaches. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, I mean, like, I'll, I'll admit, I'm on board with this. Yeah, I figured you would be. Um. Okay. So, what are we? I mean, there's some easy ways to do it, and some harder ways, and some better ways. And what's 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 our end goal? It has to be a sustained, I'm assuming, uh, dominion dedicated to Lilith and to nothing else. Okay. Um, so, and like, he, he gets up from the couch and begins to pace. Um, yep. And says, okay, so Lilith Personification of awakened will and desire to do things. Absolute truth. Truth, sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, and knowing you, uh, we're not looking to en enshrine somebody with authority over awakened will because I have a problem with that and you are far more, um, can I say anarchist? Is that offensive? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, sure. Um, and, like, the local area. Oh, sure. Awaken will, mages. Sure, we'll enshrine the hierarch. We're not doing that. Um, yeah. I mean, that was my first thought was you, but then immediately. No, I thank like, you. No, that's a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. The other thing is dominions are, well, they're kind of like generational. Like sure. I, I, the one dominion that I know I can find is in good old England and is Arthur's kids. Oh. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like the whole, you know, the once in future king, it, it's literally happening there's a local concealment that just basically keeps nudging it on for another generation. Um, yeah, it's a, that's a thing. Um, so well, before we get into like the, the what, maybe the how is where we start. Um, I mean, my personal view on stuff is it actually makes this kind of easy and it's, you know, wholly anointing. Um, and I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to throw some biblical stuff at you here. So sit back sure. and, and enjoy. I mean, but I it, did say the words dominion and Lilith. So I think you're 
allowed. Sure. Um, but like it's like I mean, classic, you know, biblical stuff is anointing somebody for some purpose. And like, I mean, we can go heavily with like authority and talk about somebody being in charge, but we don't necessarily need to be political with it. You know, we could anoint somebody to a purpose and say they're uh, like a, a committee member, you know, and like this is this is going to be the leader for this community or excuse me, a committee. We don't necessarily need to be like the hierarch. You know, we could be like this guy cleaning up the streets of crime and we'll go find the Punisher. Bad idea, bad idea. But, um, you know, like if, if we have... Well, if you have, you know, a purpose that you want to kind of enshrine somebody to, we could uh, like that's that's the you know my biblical leaning is. I mean, we, my my only thought is like something beyond just like a you know Western Christian take on it, but something that exists everywhere is the wise man on the mountain. Sure. Uh, you have a local guru that uh, we want to right. I, I don't. I, I mean, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll admit it. The only the the oldest wisest you know person I know uh, is either undead or your buddy Judd. And Judd's a great guy. Not exactly quite wise man on the mountain levels yet. Yeah. He's really taken to the whole beating people with sticks part. I'm so proud of him. Yeah, I know. Um, I tried to <laughs> nudge him the other way, but it's like he has such wise ancient wisdom. Turns out, no, not really. Yeah, no. turns out, by the way, just Judd, because just he's from shepherd. 500 years ago, just still kind of a meathead. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, something to think about. Do we... Um, involve a supernal I'm, I know that can help <laughs> I, mean, I like how you've just sort of enveloped him into this now because now it's a we thing it's not a songwriting thing anymore it's well, now a we thing when you talk provost <laughs> provost and counselor that there's a there's a we thing uh, sure. because anything and that I also like, does I also know that like this is right up in his wheelhouse right. because he loves like his legacy is about studying I, I believe I only have gotten vague hints. I don't get to know, mm. <laughs> but uh, no. Once you joined the Forge Masters, he shut off that whole line of discussion. He's uh, like, "No, you don't get to know anything." About yes, it. but Chris should get to know some things because sure. it sounds really interesting. Yep. Uh, um, but yeah, well, like anything. That's what, I mean. That's what that's what I originally started coming him to, right, to, no, to talk he, about. Yeah. It's like, hey, no, he, supernals. He, oh yeah, and, and he's he's still happy to talk about supernals, but his the yeah. legacy and what he does with yeah. that supernal. Knowledge, oh sure, yeah, uh, but yeah, he's like, I mean, let, let's be honest. Between the two of us, yes, we're going to involve some supernals. Yeah. Um, you know, some some cherubim or you know, I mean, if we really want to get into it, I have an image of a seraphim with a flaming sword knighting somebody. <laughs> Um, you know, but at, at this point, it's to what purpose? What you know? What authority are we granting somebody, or saying that this person has earned what authority they have? Or... So six months ago, 
Mm-hmm. You established a Prince of New York. Yeah. We've had a good relationship. Uh, Meta knowledge or background knowledge in the past six months. The rules have been uh, reinstated. The whole like everybody's going to get along kind of rules. And the little loopholes have been zapped. Uh, Basically, vampires and mages are supposed to just get along. And if you don't get along, there are consequences on both sides. There's Uh, people on either side willing to kick your ass. (laughs) Right. Um, And so, yeah. Uh, But yeah, uh, Hadramiel, you know, kind of says like, it would kind of be outside of our stuff, but we, you, we kind of put her into that place. And it would be good if she stayed in power. I'm spitballing ideas here, and I'm not sure I like this one, but it's the one. Don't hate it. I, that's I know, which is my it's one concern. Of those bad ideas that you're like, hmm, yeah. <laughs> when, when, don't like it for baby. <laughs> because I mean, she's a great gal. She's right, but she's. I mean, we've 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 had a a good relationship. She actually does care and wants like she's not. Like the Invictus were where the older and more powerful are in charge. She she has a she has a democratic committee, you know, they report to her. She's still, you know, the big vampire on the block, but and like begins pacing again <laughs> as he's like, I I have to okay, not we're obviously not doing something now, and we need to think on this and come up with all the bad go talk to weird <laughs> and go ask weird. If weird comes up with any problems uh, and, and has some immediate, you and I both know weird comes up with problems with literally everything I say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but... Every plane that comes out of my mouth, weird, weird will find a problem with right. now, whether it's an acceptable right. problem. Yeah. The big question is, are the problems enough that we don't go through with this, but, and, and this is the whole counselor provost side then we have a little bit of leverage on her um you know how she does not like owing favors um so if we have something that we can do and actually show some like verifiable because we have done this now your job is easier um and actually um have a Travis get involved in that and, and go, you know, um, at least go, you know, put the offer forward. I mean, like I said, talk to weird first, but you know, that way it's not coming from the hierarchy and it's clear it's coming from some mages that, you know, and she's already got a relationship with you guys friends, and we're kind of going behind sun and winter's back, which not, not, neither of us have a problem with um, big old shrug right like he makes his way over back into the uh, kitchen and removes a Dr. Pepper and he's just like Dromeo does not drink except for soda <laughs> and like when, when it calls for it it's like yes this- I'm a sip of wine on Sundays yeah um, but yeah oh I don't like that idea 
but I don't have a immediate bad like uh, like legitimately the lesser devil, the lesser evil, and I'm not happy with that. But uh, and then of course there's the question of how um, you know call forth a cherubim and have it work a spell with us or lay a boon upon them or and then what do we get? <sighs> okay well thank you for that <laughs> glad i could <laughs> just thought i could improve your day that's just some more level of anxiety and heartburn and uh okay uh I yeah I, I know i'm being metaphorical um and uh walks over and picks up uh the scepter and mm-hmm. hands this over and says that was found in Brooklyn. Paternoster have yeah. Um it is um it is basically a souped up Paternoster Yantra. Um it, it doesn't appear to be uh it, it appears to be an artifact in the fact that it gives a plus three to prime spells. Um uh, as well as yeah. Um plus three to prime spells and uh uh seven again. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. Can you use it if you're not with the Cater Nostra? No. No. Damn. Well <laughs> <laughs> You either can't or you shouldn't. Right. Uh, but no, he, he definitely says, yeah, no, it does it does not work. Uh, cause trust me, <laughs> um, but yeah, it is, it is, it is a, a paternoster artifact, uh, factory, uh, found it and, uh, well, the, you know, Sears that had it, uh, they are no longer with us. Uh, but this was left behind. There's a couple soul stones. So we've got some favorites that we're going to throw around. Um, it wasn't, well, at least as far as we could tell. The seers who had it were not Paternoster, but that's eh. um so yeah, so they might be moving back into New York. Uh so apparently I need to up my game. So, you know, anytime you and your little strike force, yeah, you know. We we I might call you up. Let me know. Yeah. Um so that's a that's a thing. Um not not pleased. Uh, I've called up some of the uh, the old cabal to call in some favors, and so they're um, they're asking some questions and poking around to excuse me, not the cabal uh, to the silver ladder, um, and so they're calling in some favors and contacts amongst seers to see if we can come up with any real tangible data about Peter Noster moving in. Um, because we we're putting up with Mammon and the, the Chancellor stuff down in lower Manhattan. Um, but uh I mean their position is a little weaker after the whole, you know, bloody purge. But uh uh yeah, I we, I don't want another ministry around here. So uh yeah. Um uh, and hopefully, I mean, maybe they just stay in Brooklyn and it's not technically your guys' problem, but you have so been informed and you know warned um the hierarch knows uh most of the silver ladder know 
um, red red nose. But uh, at this point, it's not a immediate threat because they are seers. Uh, but it's a paternoster, and I take them their very existence as a threat. So I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. And like, there's a pause and look, and it's like you have rubbed off on me. And I'm not <laughs> mad at it, but I'm so proud. Yeah, it's good. A little bit, a little bit of anarchy is good for everybody. <laughs> you say to the silver ladder counselor, <laughs> like. <laughs> oh. But anarchy yeah. can be organized. It's fine. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, okay. Um, right, Dominion. Uh, so yeah, reach out to um, yeah, reach out to the the vampires. Uh, well, weird than the vampires, and then if we can get things aligned, then maybe maybe. Maybe we anoint her with holy oil and she catches fire. Um, right. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Maybe I do the anointing. Yo, yeah, no, I'll I'll help. Yeah. But yeah. Cause I if we're summoning a big old cherubim, because cause that's the other thing. We gotta make it big. We gotta we gotta really push it. And that's not something I'm gonna Think about because if the paternoster are actually moving in, okay, no, this is I'm I'm starting to see lines and connections that I don't. Yep. Have a good day, man. Yeah. Thanks. Just finger guns and backing out the front door. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Like, like you you hear a clang as he basically just flings the, the scepter around into a room he's not gonna break the damn thing it's an artifact nope. but just like nah <laughs> shut the door i have never improved a single day of his life nope <laughs> well no no the day no. that you- <laughs> objectively improved yeah the day he got to murder father victor was probably nah, that's pretty that's yeah good day. he was like there's a vampire where and he does what the Lancea mm-hmm. and Septum? Oh, you don't say. No. Celestial fire motherfucker. Uh... Oh, that is probably a thing that I forgot to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, or forgot to remember that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have almost certainly a nerd Celestial Fire at this point. Okay. Yep, okay. I'm fine with that. More paradox, less stacked of hubris. Yep. Yep. Kill with kill with uh <laughs> kill with celestial fire with uh yeah, okay. Which all yeah, adamantine arrow what you've been doing, yeah, that all just kind of yeah. that tracks. Yep. So, quick question, weird. Mm-hmm. Um how much have you been scrying on what's going on? Um, can you narrow that question down a little bit? Well, specifically <laughs> for the events that we have just seen, how much of it has weird last hour. Poked, poked her head in on? Um, unless there's some indication in the streams of fate that somebody is needing something, then I pretty much leave everyone in their privacy. Gotcha. So most of the scribe windows are on locations and less on people. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It was just this sudden realization of how much is weird? No, no. Um, so cool. Oh, jeez. That first episode felt like we were zipping, like we were like struggling to find stuff. Now we're zipping through. So uh, we cut back up to Atratus, 
um, arising, arriving at the uh, same uh, cemetery where you had found Catherine, Ghosts of Ponty. Okay. Ghosts are here and about. Um, actually, I'm just going to just flat out say the Avernian Gate is here. You haven't been through it, so you don't know where it leads. But you do know, especially working with the Phantasm Society, Gabe can mention it too, just because uh, Avernian Gates are physically close do not mean that in the underworld they end up in the same, near near each other. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this place, ghosts are, you know, abound. The Geist is where he needs to be. At, at first glance, arriving here and stuff like that, everything seems Looks fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go... I guess chat with the guys and see if he's noticed anything unusual here. I'm thinking it's probably fine. Uh, yeah, so you go speak with the guys who, and I can't remember which guys was here, but you have spoken to him before. Uh, actually, cool. he kind of gives you a look. <laughs> it, it's been a bit since you were here, but the last time you were here, you left a Reaper installed into a park bench. Uh, yeah. You did get we rid of it, that. but yeah, it's fine. It was six months ago. It's, it's over, right? Ghosts don't hold grudges or anything. That's, that would be a very unghostly. Uh, uh, the grudge it's not like there's a movie yeah Yeah. Um, but yeah sees you approach kind of gives Gabe a nod because Gabe does do that whole like hey new new ghosts in town and he you know chats with them and kind of helps establish them and stuff like that Um, kind of looks looks over at you kind of looks at Rose hello again hi um we were looking around for anything unusual that might have come around here. Could you be a little more specific? There are cemeteries in the area that have been wiped clean. No ghosts at all. No geist guarding the gate. He definitely looks uh concerned at that um ghosts and guys are not uh, especially like guardian guys are not necessarily super knowledgeable like just because you become rank three potentially rank four and like are at this post doesn't necessarily mean that you have some intimate knowledge of the whole system but you know he's been around long enough that he's been able to pick up the idea that an empty cemetery is very very weird Mm-hmm. No bell. <laughs> um, and yeah, not just empty, like no hint of death at all. No geist guarding the gate, which is that's super wrong, right? Um, Unless so, yeah. I want to know if you had seen anything or heard anything. I haven't seen or heard anything here. Um, and points at Gabe and says he's the one who kind of you know bounces around mm-hmm. between all the cemeteries and so if somebody else would have heard something as I don't know of anything um, every ghost here is more or less accounted for um, there hasn't been a new ghost showing up and being dragged to its body as an anchor um I've seen one or two ghosts drag through the gates um, as their anchors fall away. 
but uh, nothing like picking the graveyard clean or anything or wiping away anything. And just a passing thought. What happens when somebody new is buried in that wiped out cemetery of yours? I don't know. Because they'd be like me, right? You become the guardian? Potentially, right? Because first body becomes the guardian. Possibly. Is somebody... Trying to make a gate guardian? But to what purpose? Well, not my problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, You can see there is some concern because now he's like, well, if they did that over there and they didn't done it to two cemeteries, what, you know, what would they come you're next and so he he's he's worked he's worked that mental calculus and gone yeah that's a potential problem but yeah he's not yeah, like basically wanted to keep heads up keep an eye out um just be aware that this is happening i don't know how they would contact me to get help if something starts happening uh, not that i i mean uh, but the guy says, I have no idea how you'd be able to get in contact with me. Um, I don't have a ghost phone. No. That's Might probably something to... you could totally make, though. I mean, I could. Oh, yeah, if actually, put a phone was... in Twilight, it is now, they can have it. Mm-hmm. Now, just having some way that it actually works without cell signal... Forces matter. Matter does activate things. Yeah, if you want to get, you know, go go chat with Songbird and get some, uh, you know, conceptual ideas because obviously death magic is not his thing. Yeah, I'm saying like death matter forces together could probably make a phone that could work across Twilight. If you're just talking about, you know, because you don't even need forces if you're doing like wondrous machine kind of stuff. So yeah, it's something to think about. Uh, as the, the storyteller, I'm sure there's something you can come up with, but I'm going to leave that for you guys to figure out. I ain't going to, I'm not wasting any brain cells on that. I got enough <laughs> shit on my plate. Um, <laughs> I'm not playing a mage anymore. I'm not going to creative thumb your spells. Uh, okay. I'm worried that this is somehow tied to the cemeteries that the Sin Eaters hit up. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't at their main cemetery, but at the other ones. Right. Because it's not here, but it is. Um, Do you say I could call Rebecca? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gabe... Uh, yeah. Between Gabe being able to go down and... Yeah, I... Rebecca actually has the Geist power that enables... The Geist phone that will work across the underworld. Yep. Um. Yeah, I want to call her and just fill around on what I've gathered. Okay. Yeah, so you you basically thank the guys. Rose is meanwhile staring at this guy who's, you know, this rank three. Um and uh you know starts driving back to the rookery. Where you do question, do you put it on speakerphone? Uh no. Okay. Uh, because 
Yeah, and it, this person is a stranger to her. Right. Um, but Gabe was there, so it wasn't true. Um, okay, so yeah, you call, and the signal is terrible. Um, but in that like horror movie, you're able to make out everything, but there's so much static and extra weird sounds and stuff like that, and the the wailing of the dead. Uh, <laughs> but Rebecca, however, is cheerful mom as ever goes atreides honey this isn't this isn't a regular call no i'm uh, actually i'm pretty sure you guys don't have a regular call because she doesn't have the time for it but uh yeah atreides honey what did uh we usually call you what's um what's what's going on uh i've been looking into the lack of ghosts that have uh, been passing through your gates and it's a, um, it's all just a coincidence and nothing weird is happening yeah, definitely. No. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, there are at least two cemeteries up here that are in right, and the it, area you, you all used to frequent. Right, and you just name because it's literally the only two. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, they're empty. Like, completely empty. No guardians, no ghosts, no any sort of death energies at all. That I'm not going to say impossible because I'm a dead woman talking through a phone to somebody over in the living world, but what? Yeah. Like um, no, no, no. The, the gates are there, right? Yeah. There's no one at the gate. They're closed at least. They're not like just They're closed. Big, okay. Because it's like, if it's a big sucking hole of death, I mean, maybe that could... Ex- no, they're closed, but they have no guardians. They have no ghosts. Um, I went to another cemetery to see just sort of how far this was ranging. The one in New York is fine. Um, the guys there did float the idea that maybe someone is trying to make new guardians. But to what purpose? I mean... Potentially, I mean, I've never heard of a thing. Um, I will ask around over here and see because there's some old motherfuckers. Uh, excuse me, oh, the language down here is terrible. It's gotten to me. Um, but uh, there are there are some older folks down here, and I mean, they might know something. I'll ask around and I'll um, I'll call you back when I can. Um, yeah, but uh, that's well, that's weird. So yeah, my big concern was that this seems to be happening at your cemeteries, right? The ones that go to you, right? And I'll admit, I hope it's a personal vendetta somebody has against the Phantasm Society and not some worldwide ghost eating plague or something. Um. Yeah, maybe they're picking on us. Um, I'll admit, like, it's kind of an ego boost. Maybe we're more onto something, but at the <laughs> same time, it sucks. And that's a lot of people who are gone. Yeah, I don't know what. I guess they're just gone. Because there are some folks out there who eat ghosts. Mm-hmm. But to clear an entire graveyard is multiple graveyards. Multiple graveyards is 
terrifying. Like the the power because like it's the, it's the, the, the lions and, and bison or other herd animals like one on one. Sure, but not against a whole herd of them, not with the, the guardian geist around like. They've already got to be toting like crazy, phantasmic, cosmic genie powers or some shit stuff. Oh, <laughs> so tired of this place. <laughs> <laughs> um. I have an idea of some magic that might have had an effect here. I'm going to ask around the people who know how to do that. Okay. Um, but yeah, just keep, I'm going to keep investigating here to see what's up. Um, I guess call me if you notice anything on your end. Okay. Yeah. I'll ask around, ask some of these, uh, old fogies, uh, what they know. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, is Gabe behaving? He's doing fine. Here, do you want to talk to him? <laughs> no. <laughs> Gabe, Gabe just has this sudden look over at the phone, just like the half, you know, because he's hearing your side of the conversation. He mm-hmm. goes, what did she say? What did she say? <laughs> Rebecca, you suck. Yep, I miss him too. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, look into your stuff on your end. Don't poke your head. Take Songbird and Gabe with you or something so somebody can punch something. Uh, yeah. I know you are a delicate flower and you are, you know, just you can't do anything by yourself. Um, so um, the sarcasm, Craig, the sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, uh, especially when it comes to death stuff. Um, so, okay, I'll call you as soon as I hear anything. Um, hopefully tomorrow maybe even later to night morning what time is it afternoon oh okay i don't think time i super tracks down there right no no not at all so um yeah i'll call you and hopefully it won't be in the middle of the night though with my luck it probably will be it'll be fine okay um take care Mm -hmm. click okay and yeah at some point, I want to get to call up Songbird, see if they can come see anything here that I couldn't. Yep. Because that should cover. Sure. It'll cover the rest of the arcana. Sounds like yeah. there's a bunch to talk about at dinner tonight. Yep. Yep. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, at, you know, late afternoon, driving back to the rookery, Rose is like making comments about what Titus has got planned for dinner. Uh, and uh, yeah, and that is where we will end episode 101. Oh man, it's so good to be back. Like I loved being a player, but man, it is it is good to be back. Not necessarily behind the wheel, because that that no. I'm just glad to have my 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 babies back, um, <laughs> and that I can torture and abuse and throw all sorts of you know problems at, and then have to deal with the crazy solutions that they come up with that I don't foresee. Um, it is <laughs> like, I, I don't know, Chris, if it was the same for you, but it is half the fun of storytelling mage is going, aha, aha, ah, what, 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 hang on, where are you going? Gotcha. Wait, what? Yep. Yeah, that's a little, little house of cards you bought. Flip. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, greatly appreciate it. It is, it is a blast to, to hang out with you and, uh, I've actually got stuff set up, so I'm actually watching chat a little bit more closely. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, 
thank you for joining us. It, it is it is very cool to be back. Um, as always, join us on Discord. Uh, we love to chat with you guys. We love to hear about what you're playing, what you think about the shows and episodes and what happened and this, that, and the other. And like every time somebody hits 35 and 36. <laughs> oh, man. It's great. It's um, so good. So, we're going to do something real buck wild soon so we can get another mile marker. Yeah. I've got a couple things in the quiver here. Um and uh, yeah, uh, there, there's a reason I'm throwing several story hook problems all at the same time, because uh, yeah. we're going to see how many things you guys can juggle, because uh, I realize that's the best way to handle a bunch of mages, uh, especially when they have this <laughs> much freaking arcana. Uh, so uh, thank you, guys. Uh, come join us, like I said, on Discord, geekinto.space. If you want to support us monetarily, that is uh, staylucky.club. Uh, come by on Tuesday, we're doing some more of that technocracy, which is Mage the Ascension, which has been wacky, wild, like men in black. It's It's been some funky shenanigans. I beat a, I pulled a songbird and I smacked something over the head so hard. And then somebody shot it and it exploded all over me and there's covered in goo, but it's okay. My character got ice cream afterwards. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't worry. It all makes sense in character. And the ice cream uh, is a salient point and all that. I love that. Uh, my, my character has a bunch of gene engineering, which has genetic flaws in this particular case. He has two different gene engineerings and they both increase his appetite and hunger. So he's an 18-year-old gene engineered, like super strength, super dexterity character. Oh and gosh. he just... Hungry all the time. Always snacking. Uh, he's pulling a Brad Pitt. Uh, anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, we will see you guys Bye. next time on The Rookery. I guess. Stay lucky. <laughs>